UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Hello, welcome to this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with... Andy Anderson. And we're going to talk about Michigan's victory to retain, to retain the Little Brown Jug by a score of 33-10. Well, Andy, what did you think about that one? on a rainy night, uh, a night not meant to play football and be outside at all. Uh, the crowd that was outside and locked out, uh, that was milling on the street during a heavy uh, thunderstorm, I thought they had a problem if there had been a lightning strike near there. That wasn't a good situation. Uh, other than it being so miserable, for everybody that was outside, and that didn't include you and me, by the way, because we didn't have to suffer the cold or the wet or anything. Uh, they seemed to play decent football on the field, and there weren't any great number of turnovers that spoiled the game at all. Minnesota was disappointing. I thought P.J. Fleck would uh, field a better team than he did. They didn't play well. They weren't ready or up or whatever, although the defense is just, the defensive statistics for the year hadn't been bad to start the game. They certainly didn't show up. It was nice to be able to write some nice things about the offensive line for a change because with Ruiz in there, at right tackle, a freshman that has not started before. He had a good game, and it was fun to watch him. Uh, all in all, the running backs and the offensive line were beyond criticism, except for the three times that Peters got sacked, and one of those was a hard sack. I was wondering if he was going to get up off the ground or not. But when you expose your quarterback to those kind of shots, that's not a good thing. So what did you think? Well, first, it was nice to see a relatively easy victory. Um, you know, considering what we've been through with the whole quarterback swap saga over the last several weeks and, um, you know, the, the, the thumping we took at Penn State, it was nice to see this team come back and, and handle its business um, you know, in a pretty in a pretty good way. I really enjoyed watching the run game take off. And as much as everybody's giving Karan Higdon uh, props for for getting 200 yards, you also have to look that Chris Evans had a mere 193. It, you know, it would have been really nice to see him get those additional seven yards, so Michigan could have had two 200 uh, you know 200 yard gain players getting 200 yards on the ground. And again, it, it was nice to see the offensive line do a good job. I think what what struck me watching the rewatching the game and being able to, to watch the replays and, and break down where Minnesota failed and how Michigan succeeded, Minnesota just doesn't tackle very well. I was really, really genuinely surprised. Um, they were really uh, a level below. Uh, I would say a, a pretty good team. Now, maybe that was just the night, but 
I was much less impressed with the victory after rewatching the game. Now, listen, a win's a win, and I will take it, and it's great to win the brown jug, and it's great to get some confidence. But I was really struck that I, I didn't think Minnesota was as quality of an opponent as I thought coming in. And I think that, you know, I, I made the comment to you when we were talking, you know, P.J. Flack better cash those checks. Um, you know, they, they, have a long, they have a lot of work to go, or a long way to go. So, and again, you got to give credit to Karan Higdon. And you got to give credit to Chris Evans. They both ran very hard. They both um, really, really showed that Michigan has two really strong running backs. Um, and, and, you know, we're going to need that heading into the, in these final three games of the regular season. Uh, it was great to see Chris Evans really uh, take on the load with Ty Isaac being out with an injury. You know, the flip side of that is, you know, although Peters completed eight passes, uh, they only got 56 yards. Now, one of the best plays that I saw that gave me hope, um, I mean, of, of course it was amazing to see those long runs, but the play that I really felt good about was they actually executed a screen pass. And um, they had not been able to, to do that uh, very successfully the last couple weeks. So overall, I mean, again, I feel good heading into... Uh, you know, we, we have a, a matchup with Maryland next week at 3.30. Um, that should be another tune-up. And then, uh, you know, we got Wisconsin and Ohio State. But but for now, we will take the win. You know, I also think you need to really give credit to Khalid Hudson. He really had a, had a monster game. Um, he had the kind of game that I think I've been expecting for most of the season from him. You know, when you're in that right. Viper, when you're in that Viper position on defense, you're in the position to do a lot of damage, and I hadn't, you know, we hadn't seen that too consistently from him. And I'm, I'm not saying he hasn't played well, but he hadn't really played exceptional. He had an exceptional game against Minnesota. Absolutely, thirteen tackles is not to be sneezed at, and he had a bunch of other stuff to go with it. As far as Evans goes, he had two long runs, sixty yards and sixty-seven yards, and they were both beautiful runs. One thing that I think is helpful is that they've increased the package since Peters has been in there. He may be a freshman or he may be a, a, a redshirt just starting his second game, but the run, the run packages look much better under him than they have under the prior quarterback. I think Peters is going to be good, and I think he can handle the passing game when the when the when the uh, situation dictates that they rely on the passing game, I think Harbaugh is perfectly pleased with all those yards on the ground. They're doing exactly what he wants, and that's the kind of offense that he wants. Nothing wrong with that. Another thing that was good was to see Michigan not play down to the competition. So many times, it seems, in in recent years, they have played down to the competition rather than, than giving them a whipping, they've gone down to their level and struggled with it. And they didn't struggle on Saturday. They whipped and dominated the Gophers. You know, you mentioned, you know, in the intro, um, the weather and how robust the crowd was. I really got to give uh, everyone who showed up at the game credit because heading into that game, there was a lot of talk around town about um, a general lack of enthusiasm for uh, a night game in November. 
So I, I knew a lot of people who had talked about um, selling their tickets or, and again, letting, you know, it's not like they're not going to go to the game. You know, they're giving other people the opportunity to go to the game. Um, but I had, I had heard a lot of talk around, about that around town. And then when you add the, the absolute monsoon and the thunder and lightning that delayed the start of the game, um, right. I think I, I, I really expected, I mean, there, there was talk, you know, among the media wondering, you know, if, if, if there were going to be maybe 60 or 70,000 people there. I'll tell you, but by the second quarter, it, it genuinely looked mostly full. I mean, and, and you know, I'll, there's a lot of snickering about Michigan claiming 111,000 people there. Um, they, they generally, they, they definitely had the 100,000 people there to maintain the streak. And, you know, as much as I'm not a fan of night games, um, the crowd was into it. They were having a good time. They were enthusiastic. And I really got to give uh, the fans who showed up credit because, uh, you know, they had a lot of reasons to, to duck this one. And they definitely filled the place up. So I, I think that, you know, it, it's definitely a sign that, that the fans are, are still on board um, with, with Jim Harbaugh and this team, despite the disappointments that, you know, that we had against Penn State. You know, as far as Peters goes, I really think it begs the question, Andy, what exactly did he need to do in practice to, to establish himself as the starter, and what wasn't he doing to give to, you know to get a chance to go in sooner? And you know, I, I don't know. I mean, the team looks so overmatched against Penn State. I'm not sure that that that, that would have changed anything, but. You know, and this may come as faint praise, but he just looks competent at quarterback. He looks, he takes snaps, he can roll out, he can take the hit, he can he can look downfield, and really, in the last couple of seasons, the last couple of games under O'Corn, he just he really looked overmatched. And yep. you know, he we did. don't we don't have the luxury of seeing what happens in practice, and. What we see in the game is that O'Corn just didn't look that comfortable out there. So again, uh, you know, is Peters the the quarterback of the future? I don't know. He's the quarterback of the now, and I definitely feel better with him out there than O'Corn. Um, you know, we'll have to see what happens when and if Spate comes back. You know, I'll say this: Peters looks a lot more confident even than Spate looked. And you don't know, but but again, we don't know how much of that is the offensive line finally coming into its own. But but again, you know, we had if you look at what happened, we had Kakoa Crawford out, so you were down, you know, you were you're down one of your wide receivers. Tariq Black was out already, so you're down two of your top receivers for that game. And then you had Ty Isaac be out, who who'd been getting a lot of carries. So really, Peters went in. Um, with some disadvantages on offense, and and things went well. He took the hit again. I, I don't want to see him get get hammered like that. Uh, you know, I think they. I was I was watching some of those plays, and and again, the offensive line still has a, has a long way to go. But it, you can definitely see that they've made progress over the last three or four games, and uh, seem to be seem to be coming into their own. 
another good thing is that some of the young guys are getting in there, like Ruiz and Stanellis, got uh, definite snaps, uh, significant snaps in there, and some of the young people. Grant Perry was out for that game, too, and Nico Collins also left the game injured. So they had more than just the ones you mentioned that went out of the game at the receiver positions. So uh, when they don't have to pass, they're not going to. That's, you know, that's the hardball way, in my opinion, is it. But I think that Peters can handle the passing end of the game if the offensive line can give him any kind of decent protection. He's going to know how to use it. And obviously he is smoother and more at home in the position, it seems, than the two guys that have preceded him at quarterback. So I think he's a step in the right direction. I'm glad to see him getting some uh, snaps, and next year it's going to be interesting how McCaffrey looks in the same uh, situation if he ever gets in there. So it's going to be quite a combat next year if Spade Spade comes back and uh, the other two are there, McCaffrey and Peters, it ought to be quite a bad one. They ought to have a hell of a good quarterback next year. As far as this year, they got to win out. That's all there is to it. They don't have any options. They don't win out. It won't be the season they wanted. And it's kind of, in my estimation, too bad that Iowa had to beat Ohio State because I wanted Michigan to be that spoiler. But we'll see how that affects Ohio. Certainly they go to sleep if they get beat down there. But we know how it is to go to Iowa and have them do their magic in Kinnick. So it's going to be an interesting end to the year. And I hope they do not forget Maryland and they give it everything they got again and go full board. And I think... uh, they will. They seem to give it all this team. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for umgoblue.com on iTunes. Go Blue!